Hello friends and happy Friday to you. Happy Livecraft Lovecraft Day as we call it here um, on the podcast. Anyway, uh, it's me, Sam, and I just want to jump in before the episode starts to say uh, the 31st of May. If you haven't already heard, we are running a a big old stream. It's me, it's Lucy, and we have four guest players. Mac of the DM, Rowan from Chasing Tales, Zane from Sword and Quill, and Hamilton from Dragon's Jewel. I think personally, and you know, don't just take my word for it, I think it's going to be pretty good. So that's the 31st of May at 9pm British summertime over on twitch.tv forward slash live, laugh, lovecraft. Anyway, Start with the show. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Live, Laugh, Lovecraft. I've been living, laughing, and lovecrafting all week. And today, joining our party are. Who am I? Hello, friends. My name's Steve Cross. I'm going to be playing. Uh... Snookum Jolliver. Um, I am a goblin. I've been ostracized from goblin society for my extreme high taste. Much like Steve himself is not allowed to be a university administrator anymore because of his high standards of basic <laughs> human behaviour. <laughs> I'm Lucy, I do work at a university, and I am playing Brogar, who is a little apprehensive of where the conversation's going, honestly. I'm Zoe, I am a researcher. I am playing Ivy. At the moment, she's uh, more than a little disappointed in her former mentor, I think it's fair to say. My name's Kate Hunter. And I'm playing Thacko, who is a satyr bard uh, with a locket full of hair. And I'm Sam, an 11-year-old goblin boy who loves being bullied by his friends, which means it's time to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Last time we met... Was I'm that your attempt to diffuse us, by the way? You used the jokes <laughs> against yourself like, that'll stop you. <laughs> you some must point have had some really weak-willed bullies at your school, Sam. <laughs> Just, oh, look, he's into himself. Let's stop. <laughs> Last time we met, our party discovered a gnome in the basement of the university and vowed to escort her home after she told them she'd overheard some plans about a group of nasty people doing nasty things nearby. Then they went and met a Ivy's PhD supervisor, who it turned out was somewhat aware of what was going on, but didn't think to do anything about it. And then Shocker. they uh, decided they were going to go somewhere today and we'll find out what that is <laughs> when they continue their conversation about something. Wow. Okay, so let's start. Snookums runs around in circles shouting, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing! I don't know what I'm doing! <laughs> Brogar, doesn't your family have a lot of money? You did mention there was a giant golden house. I mean, that sounds that sounds like money to me. They might even have a even library. Even if you just chip a bit of it off. As long as you do it in little circles, that'll probably constitute legal tender. Oh, I mean, yes, but also no. But also yes, Family has money. Uh, my family just might be a little shocked to find me uh, hanging around with a load of whatever you lot are and not being at universities. <laughs> uh, no, they think I'm. They think I'm studying at the university. But what gave them that impression? Because that's what I told them. Are you? I'm, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, Brogar, but did you have entrance exams? Well, it would appear I didn't get that far. But anyway, last they heard of me, I was saying I'm off to sign up for university. And then that's where I met you. Yes. After the horrid thing happened that we won't talk about. Um, so now that's what they think I'm doing. 
And so maybe, maybe they'll give us some money. Maybe they'll shout at me in front of all of you. So maybe you can all play along. What could I be studying at the university? What is the correct subject for me, Brogar, with my skill set to be cooking. studying? <laughs> it's all I know about cooking. I could be your cooking lecturer. Uses fire. That Just could walk work. around the house saying loads of nutmeg. That could work. That could work. <laughs> They're, my family are quite... Um, so I'm the shortest in the family. Uh, and they, they have quite a big thing about height. Schnuckums, could we put you on Bacco? And yeah. then you could be... We'll be a green <laughs> dragonborn. Excellent. <laughs> you could wear the hat. Let's get a coat. Yes. I've got the cloak. It's fine. Very good. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. You can... Yeah, don't worry, my I'll put my lambs wool tights on. So what I see on your shoulders, it's lovely and the soft. The goblin scaly. And side note. Oh no, well we got lambs wool tights Brilliant. on. I look cool. I mean, not <laughs> anyway, but doubly so. Have you uh, considered philosophy? You don't really need to know anything for that. I once knew someone who spent their entire life studying vagueness. <laughs> I feel like you've been an expert at being vague, Brogar. Just remind me again what vagueness means. You see, you've got it already. He's having an existential <laughs> crisis <laughs> right now. But no, no, I think I think cooking. I think cooking's the right way to go. Um, I've eaten food, so I'm sure it's easy. Aldous leans in. You have. You we saw it. you do it. I made it. Yeah, just that, but backwards. It's fine. <laughs> You could take these, uh, these, these, these flapjacks, if you'd like, uh, for your family uh, and claim you cooked them. Um, oh, no, wait, aren't these, aren't these? And he blows his voice a bit shit, looking well, at Snookums. Well, they're not as good as mine, but how could they be? I am the greatest living only goblin chef. Exactly. Whereas this guy's just another random, thinly personality human. <laughs> A one-dimensional human, like all humans, just designed to move things along. That's all they do. They're just all humans just flapping, just trying to move things all the time. Pointing in general directions. Broga, you've only been at the university for, what, is it three days now that we've known each other? You probably wouldn't have become a master chef in quite that, quite that amount of time. You could, be, you could do anthropology and where you're oh, yeah. the people you're studying. You're doing a form of citizen science anthropology where we become as much researchers as you are. And although you're studying us, we come to your house to study you. And we write a co-produced thesis and we get a lot of pats on the back, but no research funding. <laughs> no, no. That all, there were too many words in there that I... I don't understand. So I'm doing cooking at university. You're my teacher. Ivy is helping. It's a group project. So, so your plan is to go home, get money, do something with the money. What do you want me to do while you're doing this? Have you got any copies of like the ethics policy around you could read? I'm sure somewhere in one of these these boxes, and he gestures into his living room, which is full of boxes of things. There may be something to that effect. I, I, I would not put money on it. Cast sacred flame. I tell you what, Aldous. Why don't you and your friends see if you can uh, manufacture some kind of treat 
that might lure the dogs to a central snacking location? Oh, plenty of time. Plenty of time. I, I've been put on a forced sabbatical. I have all the time in the world. <gasps> why they put yeah. on a sabbatical? Because there's a, uh, a public health crisis currently ongoing and they don't want anyone coming into work. So they've sent us all home to do whatever we like. Paid, of course. Um, and that didn't brilliant. clue you in that there was something wrong out there. You were very surprised when we showed up and told you there was, there was, there was a lot of parasite, parasitic dog creatures. You were just making flapjacks. Well, yes. What else is a man to do? Well, I'm glad you won't be too uh, financially put out by funding the dog treat (laughs) experiment. No, 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 no. Have you not seen my home? And he gestures to his four pails of newly acquired milk. (laughs) Why why are we going to my family to get money then if you've got money? Because I don't have enough money. I just have milk. I I refuse to use liquid assets. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Because I, I have a fundamental distrust. Are you punning on ingredients? Because that's exactly <laughs> extremely offensive to those of us who practice the culinary arts. Pun on your own stuff, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a, a fundamental distrust of the current financial system at play in Anglefeld. Don't pun on currents as well. <laughs> so how much money have we got to get from the dragons? Um, as much as you, you can get. you don't have enough money. Like, what are we really going in here to get? So I'm thinking the most pressing issue here is that these dogs, according to you, have bitten people. And when dogs bite people, they may infect them and that then spreads. Oh, no, I know. My family always said you, with, with enough money, you can make the poor people do anything. So let's just put out a thing saying we'll give you money if you bring an infected person to us. And we'll fix them by punching them in the neck. Yes. Had had you not best be getting off then to find your money? And he turns around and, and starts sort of gesturing to Barry, Larry, Gary and Tina to come and start doing some cooking with him. He turns on his stove. I don't know how they did that in Victorian times. So there's a switch on the wall that does it. Um, and they start cooking. Are you sure you want to be cooking? I mean, none of you shown any flair for it. Have you thought maybe I take up another hobby? Skydiving, whatever that is. Lacrosse. I didn't invent that. My French cousin invented that. Let's not forget the basic financial maxim. Bad money drives out good money. It's the same with flapjack. You flood the market with bad flapjack, people associate flapjack with tasting bad. And everyone says, I fucking hate flapjack, not realising that they've only ever had a subpar flapjack. You try and sell a good one, they're like, how dare you charge that many gold pieces for flapjack? When no one likes flapjack. In general, a, a, a well-timed flapjack can floor a human, I find, out of game. And so, or a poorly timed flapjack. The portions are in-game. <laughs> and so the, a, a decent flapjack could stop the dogs in their tracks as a well. A Bretamanger flapjack would just bounce off them. It's like throwing a paperclip at somebody. I don't really get flapjacks. <gasps> Should we continue this discussion en route to the uh, Golden Mansion? You need the kind of flapjack that grandmothers make and then they give out near a bonfire. 
I'll break your arm. Yeah. Break a swan's arm. <laughs> Says Snookums as he leaves the house on the way up to the north side of the city. Snookums knows a lot about the density of foods. And given that all of his fighting equipment is food related, you've got to expect that he's tried a number of foods as weapons in the past. He could have been an entirely dex-based character with arrows just formed out of meringue and sharpened. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a trebuchet. Those pretzel sticks that you can get at like Polish stores, just a sharpened one of them. Excellent. Or yeah, especially if you're throwing it at someone who's gluten intolerant. <laughs> Double fucks them up. Shall we go then? Um, Brogar is sweating, uh, by the way. He's Ivy uh, pulls out a lace edged handkerchief and hands it to him. You head up towards the north side of town, up up Shearpoint Street. You get to the gate of the Cloud District, which is where all of the wealthy people, including Brogar's family, live. I'm sorry, I live in the Clout District. Cloud. <laughs> Cloud. The gate is could be pushed open. It's not ajar because we're not going down this route after we've just done our <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Ivy pushes the gate open. Immediately as you open the gate, you can just hear like... Birds cheeping and like butterflies flapping around. Oh yeah, there's if more. Question. There's more money is put into this area of town because um, uh, it's important for our mental health, and therefore the rich people get get that. Um, so it's really nice here, isn't it? If it's sorry, if it's in the city wall, is this mm-hmm. bit sorry. like the old bit of the city or the new bit of the city? This bit's the posh bit, so they, they you'll see eventually there's another wall on the other side of it. So it's walled off from the rest of the city because you don't want the poor people coming in. Is it like those bits in Highgate where they've got one street of really, really posh people and they're like, we don't want any people walking past our house too closely, so they put a gate yes. on one end of the it's, road? It's, it's, exact, it's a gated community, <laughs> right? but okay. it also has a big tall wall because you know people can climb walls. Yeah. There has to be big. So you've got a street going up this hill from the gate. Just one lone street. On either side of the street, you've got like apple trees, pear trees, peach trees, orange trees, just loads of beautiful trees, all of which are blossoming. Um, and just fancy houses set back from the street on either side. All of yeah. them have fences in front of them. Can I just give a quick... Oh! Walking up the hill, you, you eventually get to the top of the street, and at the very top of the street is a large manse painted in gold, set 40 feet back from the road. You can see in the garden there's some kobolds uh, tending to the topiary, the roses, um, k- keeping everything, you know, spick and span. Get their little, their little goldering, wa- goldering watering cans out. <laughs> they're, they're watering with the goldering watering cans uh, and just, just pruning some of the deadheads on the roses. As you're, you're peering through the gate or the, the fence, uh, one of these kobolds walks up to you. Um, who speaks Draconic? Just Brogar? Uh, probably. probably. Oh, no, I speak Draconic. I mean, these are just noises in Draconic and, and common, aren't they, really? <laughs> yeah, it, it's me. It's me. Hiya. I've been gone a little bit doing some learning. Is this some kind of alarm system? And it, it, it gestures, it turns around and sort of gestures towards the house, implying, like, is this where you, you're, you're coming home? Yeah, yeah, only for a bit, though. I've got some important university work to do. 
there are like portraits of golden dragonborn. There's a paired facing each other. I've gone past about 10. And you notice on the right hand side, there's a there's a gap where like the wood panel isn't quite as sun bleached as the wood around it. Secret door! Secret door, secret door. Secret door. I volunteer, we split the party. You two are the talkers. You go talk to the parents. Me and Baka will go through the secret door. Secret door! <laughs> We're the sneakers. You two are the faces. We'll go get some money. Yeah, okay. you do that. Snookums and Baco behind the door. Snookums and Baco behind the door. What will they find? What will they sell it for? Snookums and Baco behind the door. It's right, adorable. Oh, yeah. oh no. Right, we split the party, Sam. I'm splitting the party. Now. I'm going to need an investigation check. I don't think this is meant check. to be a door. I'm going to need an investigation check from you guys. Bro, Brogar and Ivy, are you continuing walking down? I'm I'm blatantly ignoring okay. the patch of unbleached wood. I'm looking the other way. on my investigation check. Uh, <laughs> Brogar and Ivy continue walking down this hallway. You get to the end of the hallway and there's uh, another set of those, those huge white doors. What did you roll back, eh? Eight. Oh. <laughs> Ivy and Brogar, and then we'll come back to... Snookums and Becca and find out what's going on. So we've got to the end of the corridor and we know nothing else about what's there. It's, well, Brogar would know through here, through here is the Great Hall. Right. Through here is the Great Hall. There will be more staff inside, Ivy, don't you worry. We're awful people. <laughs> should we Should we look for the butler or should we uh, approach your parents directly? We should do neither of those things. I really don't want to do either. Okay, um... Can we not just go to where the money's stored? And if we see my parents on the way, then we can chat to them, but there's no need to seek them out directly. I mean, we could. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I mean, it seems a little unorthodox to me, but then I am not very familiar with asking family for money or indeed of having a family like this one. So I don't really know how you do it. So if, if just going and taking what you want is the way that it works then by all means, let's just go and take what we want. In life, that's how we were raised. You just take whatever you want. Well, let's go to the, the, the vault. You open these double doors with the same force and gusto or slightly more quietly. Now your plan more, is to more, rob more your quietly. family. More quietly. Slightly more quietly. I don't okay. plan to rob my family. It's more that I'd rather not have the discussion as he, to what the money is being used for. He just wants to inherit early. Yeah. So you, you open these double doors more quietly um, and you find yourself in a really vast room with a huge vaulted ceiling and hanging from the ceiling the uh, the, uh, are the white bleached bones of a huge dragon. In the centre of the room is a long black dining table um, which currently isn't laid for anything, but it's just got some candelabras, some some silver candelabras, gold candelabras, because that's what we do here. Uh, and at the far end of the room, you can see a fireplace above which is a seven foot long, slightly curved black steel sword uh, with a golden dragon skull pommel attached to the end of it. Right. Tell us, Sam, 
Those of us who think we found a secret door, what have we found? So <laughs> fondling your way you around. You really advertised it heavily. I'm hoping there's something. So fondling your way around this this space, yeah. uh, you find for the minute very little at first, except for what appears to be uh, there was like a, a plaque attached that's still attached. It says uh, Brogar Draconian. But more importantly, while you're investigating this this wall, you find what feels a little bit like a, a door handle. Yes! Like, like you, 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 you get your handle. You will into existence, fake shit. <laughs> Why is he just made a vault? Whoa, whoa, like? whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Uh, so, I was so, jumping <laughs> with joy. You know when it's sort of pushed into the wall, there's like a knocker and that you can pull it and then twist it and open the door. And th- that's what you found yeah. here. Down to the left of wherever this, whatever this, this rectangle was. You've got it in your hand. Yep. Do you want to open it? <laughs> Snookums, I think you should open the door, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You twist it. Are, are you like opening it quietly or are you just very excited leaning against it? No, it's a secret door. I'm going to open it all sly-like. I'm like... <laughs> I wouldn't make that noise while you open the door, Snookums. That's <laughs> how gently I'm opening it. Okay. The, the door slowly creaks open. And reveals, at first you see just to your left, another door. But as it opens, you have found the kitchen. And in the centre of this space is a huge golden metallic workspace covered in meats that you're unaware of from foreign lands. There are legs of animals dangling from the ceiling. There's herbs everywhere. You've got like bowls of fruits. There's spice rack impeccably designed and put together okay and i'm actually quite into herbs at the moment i feel i've overdone the spices in the last few episodes so i'm really interested in herbs now what i'd like to propose backo is i've no idea what these meats are i'll tell you what i'll make you a steak of every single one um and i'll rank them out of 10 tell me how you think we could flavor them better Really build them up. Oh my God. The next this few episodes. It feels like our side quest. <laughs> the next few episodes, Bako will just be like, I can't move. <laughs> can't do anything. I'm just sweating and sitting here. Uh, no, Bako will like, claim the results of this and um, establish BuzzFeed. Ten new meats you've never heard of. <laughs> three will make you do a poo on the floor instantly. <laughs> Your plan is to take these meats and slice them up into something nice. I'm yeah. going to create a steak from each one. I'm just going to fry them. Um, Baka, how do you like your... Generally, I don't know what meat this is, so how do you <laughs> like your steaks, uh, like, overall? Oh, I like medium rare and normally cooked in butter. Right. Is there any butter? He says to himself, looking for butter. <laughs> can you can you roll me uh, another a, investigation a butter check? check? <laughs> the butter check. We, it's a natural one. Oh, a natural shit. one. Okay. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you, in, in the corner of the room, yep. you you find what what appears to be a large golden cupboard. If everything's from gold, made from gold, and there's no windows, wouldn't it be kind of cold? <laughs> oh, s- sorry, sorry. I should have clarified. Th- there are some windows looking out into the garden. Oh, yeah, we're not that weird. <laughs> I mean, the layout of this house makes no sense. It's a non-Euclidean space. You're but also, non- why just the kitchen? come off a secret door in the hallway because we don't like to see where the service 
people people work. work. Guards, dad shags kobolds on the regular. <laughs> but then why is in the kitchen downstairs, out of the way, where it can heat oh, the whole house What is he doing afterwards? Why is there all this flesh everywhere? It might as well be downstairs. The kobolds. He's like, I've sowed my oats now. You just go sow yours. Quickly back to Ivy and Brogar while uh, Snookums and Bako decide what they're going to be cooking up. From where you are, there's a few doors leading off this space. One at the back right, Brogar, you know that goes upstairs. One at the back left, you know that goes downstairs. One just behind you to the right, which you know goes to the kitchen. And one off to the left, which you know you're not allowed to go in, so you don't. Sam's got the board from Cluedo in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Brogar... Those candelabra, they are yes. they actually made of gold? Because they seem very large and gold. We might just be able to take those and leave. Brogar picks one up and twists it into a different shape and says, yeah, see, it's gold. Right, excellent. Can you twist those into something more manageable to carry um, and maybe put them in your pockets? Can I Since twist it just... around my arm like a bracelet? <laughs> Perfect. Can you twist it into a handle with a handle? Could you make a balloon animal oh, out Jesus of a candelabra? There's uh, a 19. Whew. Yeah, do what you want with it. I fashion one bracelet and I was going to make a hat, but that seems excessive. <laughs> one bracelet, one bracelet's fine. Out of all the candelabras or just from one? There's three of them down this <laughs> There's table. There's three. We should, we should make use of this resource, Broker. Well, it might, um, my parents do like them. I think they might not notice one gone, but they'll notice all of them gone. Is all I'm saying. I think I think they'd probably notice one gone as well, to be quite honest. No, no, I wouldn't. And so yes. I assume they wouldn't either. Bako and Snookum's antics, what are you guys up to? So what do you think of this one? It's um, mystery meat number one, medium rare. I couldn't find any butter, so I fried it in... What could I find? Almond oil. Um, I fried it in almond oil and I've just used some... I just thought I'd try with a little bit of time, see if that's nice. Uh, have we found knives and forks, or am I going to pick it up with my hands? But you've rolled a one on investigation, so no. I'm going <laughs> to no pick it up with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's quite chewy, so definitely good on being slightly lower cooked. Mm. It's a pinky meat, and I'm going to say that I'm giving it a three out of ten. Right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, but the time did help. Three out of time. Three out of ten is nowhere near enough for my (laughs) level of culinary excellence. Um, I'm going to work my way through these meats until we find one that is delicious for you. And then I'll do some chips on the side. Nice. (laughs) We'll come back to find out about the mystery meats in a bit. Sam, what if I want to make a cake as well? (laughs) You 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 can rummage around in the kitchen, but your investigation was low, so you might make a mess. I might have to run, roll some more investigations. Yeah, you might Good, do. Right back yeah. to back to the let the thieves do their work. <laughs> so, so where do these doors go, Brogar? Yeah, no, one goes up, one goes down, and one goes somewhere I'm not allowed. That sounds like a good place to start. The up, the down, the, the one not of them. allowed one. I would imagine your parents kept you far away from the stacks of money before. No. I I've seen money. I've seen quite a lot of money. I'm sure it's just in the vault. I'm not allowed in there. Where's the vault then? Where's the vault? Downstairs. 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 Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, downstairs. Well, lead on. It's your house. 
Stealth check. Oh, I have a 15 plus one, so I'm on a 16. But um, I got a four. You're walking along. Ivy's sneaking. Brogar. <laughs> Jangling with my new bangle. You get to the downstairs. You're at the door. There's, it's just, just like a little, a little wooden door. Nothing especially special. How little? This one. Big enough for you. Okay. Eight feet, and the door handle's made of gold, but otherwise so, fairly unexceptional. So what? So directly behind this is the vault, or is just more downstairs? I mean, we've Brogar is suddenly feeling very, very um, uh, amazed at himself that he's explaining something to Ivy through door. Stairs go down. I'm going to open the door. What are we cooking on the barbie? Next steak, delicious, quite plump. Uh, impressed by this one. The fat is beautifully rendered. I might go for a nine. This is good. Right. Well, um, if only I had a way to preserve it. Instead, I'm just going to cook a pile of these up and distribute them to anyone I see while they're still warm. Can you both roll me a perception check? I've got a seven. It's a natural 20. <laughs> it's a natural 20. You notice those two windows behind you? There's kobolds looking through at you, completely in awe, cooking I just, these meats. I just, like, I cooked two more steaks of the kind that I made for Kate. And I just wang them out. What's the phrase? I yeet them out. <laughs> just yeet them out. The, the kobolds chase after them. You can hear just just chick. Yeah! I shout, I yeet, you eat. <laughs> yeet! Yeet! <laughs> you can hear from like. Like out, and subscribe! <laughs> out the window at various distances. You just like. Yeah! 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 Yeah. As it gets louder, and looking out the window, you can see these kobolds aggregating around the stakes that you've thrown out the window. I it's love that this is the kind sound. of game that goes from yeet to aggregate in this less than 30 seconds. <laughs> Some of us contain multitudes. That's all I'm saying. Dragonborn and tiefling time. So I've opened the door. Hey. A golden metallic staircase goes down, backs on itself. So it goes down like four or five steps, backs on itself, and then sort of goes under wherever you are. Did you say I this staircase had a banister? To... I didn't say that, but yes. Yeah, because otherwise you might fall and die. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you rolled a high no. stealth check. You can do whatever the hell you want. Brogar, on the other hand. I clomp down, apparently. <laughs> clomp, 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 jangle. Uh, Ivy will slide very quietly down the stairs as this sneaking lark has become very exciting. And uh, she's trying to have some fun for once. Yeah. You slide down. Wee! 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 Down at the bottom. There's a corridor that you're in now, and there's a lot of doors leading off it. So you've got two doors on the right, two doors on the left, one door right at the end. Only one of them tells the truth, I'm afraid. <laughs> right, so what does Dragonborn Architecture put down here? There's one's a vault. What else is there? Wine. Right. The crypt. Right. And the other crypt. So what we're looking for is the warmer room. So we could just touch the doors and whichever one isn't cold will be the vault. That's adorable. There is also... <laughs> there might be a room with just a big fire in it. To be honest, I don't know. My house is quite weird. Um, <laughs> but let's do that. Let's feel up the doors. Investigation check. And while you're doing that, meet number three, please. So this time, like, I worried it was just the almond oil. So I switched over to cashew butter for this one. Um, what do you think, Baco? Do you know, it's got an interesting aroma. I'm quite intrigued. It's not what I'd expect from a steak, but... Wow, you know? 
buttery, smooth. I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying that. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for an eight. An eight, right? So, um, Snookums, just uh, if there's more of this meat, I'm gonna knock off a few more of those and chuck them through the windows for the kobolds. Yeah. We're building an army. Because if they're basically. all really full, if we do have to leg it out of here with gold, if they're really full, they're not going to be able to chase us very effectively. It's <laughs> a very good point. I mean, my family will, but that's a different matter. <laughs> Rogar and Ivy, what did you roll? I have a natural 20. God, I got an 11. You go around, you're feeling for how warm the rooms are, yeah? So if these doors have metallic doorknobs, I'm going to put the back of my hand to the doorknob to test uh, what the temperature of the room is inside because that, you know, that will conduct that better. And uh, maybe sniff the air around the door as well to see if any of them smells like death or like wine or like money. I don't know what that smells like. First one. Fairly cold, about four degrees centigrade. The temperature of uh, the average fridge smells slightly woody. Second door, similarly, fairly, fairly chilly. It also smells. Smells. Like wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Sorry. <laughs> smells woody, but with musty, earthy undertones. Next door, put your hand against it. Fucking hot, really hot. Oh yeah, this like is your a- hand. Ow. This is where we store our elementals, clearly, in the separate rooms. Um, <laughs> this is the sauna. Yeah. Smells like, kind of like a baby. No, uh, no, no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> it smells like, I, was about, I was about to say like baby shit, but it doesn't smell like baby shit because it's not true that all money's gone through a toddler. Um, it's, oh it, just, it just... <laughs> Also, Sam, what you need to know is baby shit actually changes in odour massively through the first Mm. year. You need to be a lot more specific. Sam remembers from when he was a baby. Yeah, four years ago. (laughs) Four years ago. (laughs) Is it locked? This one, no. Excellent. No. We're very trusting. You're going to open it? Yes. Yes. You open the door and as you're doing so, you see there's a kobold in this space shoveling money into a furnace. Is it cheaper to heat this house with... Is this paper money? Is it cheaper to heat this paper house? Money, paper money, metal currency. money, gold goblets. There's just just shoveling wealth into this furnace. Seems about right to the me. The kobold hasn't noticed you for the minute. Um, there's some. <laughs> a point. Not not remarking upon the scene at all. There's some. I knew we had it lying around. But the the, the um the kobold doesn't seem to have seen us. Maybe we can just take some and go. Sure, we can try, Brogar says loudly. you could distract him and I could steal some. Yes. How? I'm sure you'll think of something. Ask him for directions. Say you're looking for the sauna or the den. Excuse me, sir. I say, no, I say walking very largely down the way so that you can hide behind me. Um, (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Turns around. Fourth meat, please. Now, Snookums, before we uh, get stuck into this one, I'm going to have a palate cleanser. Uh, I don't need to uh, roll perception check because uh, BYO brought my own, so I'm just going <laughs> to open up a nice little beer there and uh, uh, palate cleanse before we dive into uh, meat number four. Bring it on. It, it's come from a white furred hind leg of some sort of equine animal looking looking good on the outside smelling good but bite in and it's a big old fat rind in the middle not not pleased with this chewy not pleasant 
Could have tasted good, but the meat let us down. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to suggest, Snookums, do you reckon we could just try and lob off just a little bit? The table was gold, if I believe, that the meat was on. Just for, like, in the future, a little just lump of gold. Like, do we have a tool here? Just be gently prepared for the future. Well, I'll have a look at my character sheet. I love raiding oh, I my so. imaginary family. This I don't really. Life. No, I don't really have a thing. Take, oh. Sam, can we dig through the kitchen for anything capable? Yeah. Of if you if you have an investigation, we can see if you can find it. Twenty. Oh, dirty. You find a bone saw backer. Uh, I'm just gonna take not like, you know, nothing overly greedy. Just the little corner off the edge of the of the. Big old kitchen island. How bit. little's little? Because it's a big kitchen island. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, it's like a triangle. But if we were to turn it into a square, seven centimeters by seven centimeters. That's a lot. This is the world's worst <laughs> heist. I love it. Um, yeah. It's, well, one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bold and presume they don't really use this space very much themselves. <clears throat> Two, based on the help that I've seen so far, not particularly worried. Uh, and three, I don't think we're getting back to uh, here anytime soon. So um, I'm going to take my triangle. I need two checks from you, okay? One, strength to get through it. <sighs> Damn it, the nine, eight plus nine. one. Uh, okay, so you're getting through it very slowly. Next check, stealth. How quietly can you saw through? I mean, we've been shouting, yeet, yeet, <laughs> cooking, getting the go, kobold screaming. You're like, I hope you can cut quietly. <laughs> 16. 16. You're soaring your way through it. Let's jump back to Ivy and Brogor quickly, and then we can find out what happens. Yeah, um, hiya. Hi, sir. Uh, could I ask for directions to the den or sauna or the cleaning closet? Ivy is putting as much money as she can. Well, Slight of hand check from Ivy. Well. What are you reaching for? Just, just bits of money. You said there was wads of money and coins. What is the most valuable money on the floor? Coins, probably, as all like goblets. Paper money is valueless unless the person receiving it acknowledges it has value. Uh, but there's a bank. Oh, so is gold. Paper money so is an establishment. Non fungible token, yeah. me, Samakai. Gold's valueless unless you think <laughs> there is no inherent concept of value. I'll summarize them for you. Scum! I'm grabbing paper money if it's there because that'll be easier to stuff in my pocket. Um, if I spot any platinum coins, I'll take those over the gold. Brogar, at the same time, can you roll me a deception check while this person's telling you where the sauna is? Uh, Brogar knows where sauna is. Um, Brogar, who is me, has forgotten where the sauna is because Brogar has been learning so much other stuff. The Brogar's brain is full. Ah, uh, sauna. Floor above door. Broke I not allowed sauna. <laughs> Wait, the forbidden not room is the sauna. <laughs> I hate this. Ivy stuffing money. What was your deception check? It was oh. hilariously a 19 plus 5. <laughs> Absolutely fine. So, uh, Ivy, you keep on stuffing. Your pockets are now full. I poke Broga and then back out of the room. So that I'm I never going backwards and saying. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed there. Good point. Anyway, see you later. Um, <laughs> you shut the door behind you? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> the door shuts behind you. As you head up to the stairs, you, you get near the top and you can just hear from in the room in front of you. 
What the bloody hell's going on here? This episode of Live Love Lovecraft was written and produced by me, Sam Mackay. It starred Steve Cross, Lucy Eckersley, Kate Hunter and Zoe McGee. You can find links to all of their online stuff down in the podcast notes below. The music was written by myself and additional sound effects were provided by Michael Gelfie. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can find us online at Lovecraft DND. And we hope that you have a wonderful week, everyone. And we'll see you next time when the adventure continues. This is specifically to punish Sam Mackay for every time he's joked that we should do an ASMR episode because I've got a tiny ambisonic microphone set to binaural mode and I'm now going to eat a cola bottle. Oh, it's really good. I'll open my mouth. Mmm, lovely cola bottom. Mmm, bye everyone.